Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hi, and welcome to another episode of How You Been? Been? Mamrie and I's limited series sponsored by DoorDash. If you don't know about DoorDash, you should know. It's the quick app to get quick food delivered quickly to your door. (laughs) You can get all your local favorites. You can even get groceries and convenience store items. I mean, did you know that you could get Cheetos delivered immediately? Oh, well, now my life is forever screwed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but you know what? We have such a delightful full treat coming straight uh, delivered to your ear holes today yeah we are catching up with our dear old friend she's not old we just have known each other a long time yes francesca ramsey uh. who i mean iconically busy always busy always doing the coolest thing unexpectedly but also well deservedly uh. yes she really made 2020 her bitch yes. and i can't wait to catch up with her so let's ask Cheska how, how you been, been? Ooh. I've been what I've been calling a pandemic fine. I'm healthy. Oh, yes. I'm housed. Yes. I'm employed, but there's still a pandemic. So well, and you are you are with dog, which is I am with dog. Yeah, which I think is a pandemic bonus and a necessity for everyone and, at this point. An entire subject matter that we are going to go into at oh, length. But let me I'm say. Ready. Francesca, I don't think you're doing pandemic fine. Uh-uh. I feel like you have been making it look pandemic foine. Ooh. <laughs> As they used to say, because you are thriving in your Los Angeles existence. Truly. I mean, you're oh my God. Yeah, you Thank are a person you. that is always working and is always like working to work. You know, like you are setting yourself up for your goals and achieving them. And uh-huh. it is so cool to see and you have so many like cool things going on i know i feel overwhelmed (laughs) i know i feel overwhelmed (laughs) going over nice coming from you guys because you guys work really hard too and you're always juggling a bajillion things so i'm very flattered well okay let's get into the the newest biggest thing that uh at least you might have secret other projects going on but that i've (laughs) seen you announce that you're a writer and producer on the new iCarly reboot yeah at paramount plus you know sign up get your get your free trial (laughs) yeah um (laughs) yeah it's been we went into production this week um and it's really you know it's interesting with the pandemic like we're all watching a monitor from home uh, which is kind of a wow. bummer, but it's cool. Like the the quality is really great, and we can see it's a multicam, so we can see all the camera angles from home and give Whoa. notes and pitch jokes, and uh, it's really fun. It's been so exciting. I'm learning so much. Well, it's an iconic show. I do want to know because you know. How do you know it's an iconic <laughs> show? <laughs> because it starts with an I, and so I Carly being iconic just made sense in my I, brain. Well, I know, I know that there is. <laughs> There's such like uh, fandom behind the show. Be careful. Be careful because they will come for 
you. These are our questions. These are our questions. Those are my questions because I feel I'm 35 and I feel like I just missed the iCarly like. Oh yeah, I totally missed it. I'm I'm 37, so I was graduating. I was graduating college when iCarly premiered, so I knew the show. (laughs) Right. And I watched it in preparation for my job interview, but I was not like the target audience. And I just like you know dropped a casual tweet like, oh yeah, someone you know is working on this, and my mentions were like is freddie still dating sam and is this happening i was like oh my god like i stepped in it I, every day i'm tagged really? in like iCarly memes on instagram really? and i'm like oh my god this is well, it's really intense oh i'm trying to think of you know because i'm 37 as well when we were of that age and yeah. what are like be all end all universe show we used to watch if that was coming back like 15 years yeah. later yeah that would be an intense responsibility it's you know it's funny because I don't know that I ever I'm not like a fanatical person like I won't like if you say you don't like a musician I like I'm not gonna stab you and some people will like there are people who that's their whole vibe they're like I will kill your whole family Um, (laughs) (laughs) my identity (laughs) is my love for this person and now you are breaking me down in a way I'm uncomfortable with (laughs) and like no shade like if that's your vibe awesome but I'm not like that about anything so I can't imagine a a show being rebooted and I would be excited, but I don't know. I, I, yeah, it's just like generational. Like this makes me feel and sound so old. Like I just, I'm like memes, gifts, like what? I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Someone else make them and I'll share them. But like, I ain't got time for that. No, I hear you. Like even back in the day, because in the YouTube of it all and doing conventions and stuff, I remember Grace and I would be like, I don't know if there's a person I would cry upon meeting. Yeah. No, I can't yeah. think of anyone I would cry for. Like, no, I think I would be nervous, but I'm right. just in general nervous to meet. I'm nervous to so check out at CVS. Yeah. Like I, uh, so yeah, I just I spent a lot of time trying to get the two cat eyes to match. Like I'm not about <laughs> to fuck that up for anybody. I'm Thank sorry. You. Like I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> well, okay. Then I have a question about when you go into your interview for a job like this. Do you spend hours like rewatching the show, like learning it inside and out, like going online? Like, how do you approach an interview for a job like that? Um, I watched. So they sent us like a link to watch a number of episodes because at the time it wasn't on any streaming services. Oh, wow. it, okay. ju- it just got on to Netflix um, maybe like a month ago. OK. Um, and I did not have what's now Paramount Plus, which was CBS All Access Digital. There are some episodes there, but I didn't have it. So they sent over like six episodes and I watched them. Um, And then I just tried to like write jokes and like pitch ideas for stories based on those episodes and then kind of what they decided the new iteration of the show is going to be about like Mm. Carly in her 20s and kind of like dating and career and for me, I was excited because I had, you know, the connection of, oh, I started on YouTube. I yeah. know what it's like to be in your 20s and be like, what should I be doing? Should I mm-hmm. still do YouTube? Should I do other things? Like, how do I explain my career to normal people that aren't on the Internet? Like, yeah. all of that stuff really spoke to me. Um, so that's kind of what I pitched jokes on and just kind of talked about some of the ridiculous things that happened to me while I was making YouTube content and how I felt like that could inspire 
stories for the show. Um, but I cool. think, you know, if you're if you're if you are interviewing for a job, no matter what it is, you want to do your research, but you also mm-hmm. just want to bring your authentic voice to it. Totally. totally. But then you got to drop those little like little oneers mm-hmm. that you're like, like I flexes. watched it. <laughs> I'm like, I so is anyone it. else you're interviewing actually made money from the Internet? Just you know, <laughs> curious. <laughs> Seriously. See, I mean, that's so great that you yeah. have the experience because I remember like back in the day when people were finally like, hey, the Internet's a thing. We should completely bastardize it and make money off of it. I remember us going to like interview for shows. And like, they're just like, we just want to pick your brain, but not actually hire you, you know? And I feel like you've made that transition beautifully. I mean, of course, like Decoded, which is, I mean, award winning and incredible. And then you wrote on Comedy Central for so long. Like, how has it been keeping the relationship or feeling the pressure of like, remaining relevant as yourself online versus just going behind the curtain? You know, yeah, that's a really great question and something I'm truly grappling with all the time. I'm very much in this like weird space of I love the Internet. It's been super good to me. It's opened so many doors for me. But I'm sure you guys have these feelings, too. Like, I often hate the Internet. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. I'm very like, often. I hate that I have to, like, stay engaged. I hate that I have to know what's going mm-hmm. on. I yeah. hate that I have to, like, think strategically. And I can't just, like, post a stupid picture and just, like, forget about, like, set yeah. it and forget it. Yes. Um, <laughs> Rob Peel. Rest in I'm peace. I'm like, will this, will this work? Like, will my fans, mm-hmm. like, I hate that uh, stuff. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like very much I feel like my TV writing career is my attempt to get to a place where I don't have to think about that anymore um so I'm still trying to navigate what that looks like like how do I have a private personal life but still Mm -hmm. be a public quote-unquote person I don't really know and I'm truly kind of at a place where I'm like do I even want to be a public person anymore I don't know like I don't I like my privacy um so, yeah, I don't know. Like, my dream is someday I'll be able to maybe hire someone to manage my social media and I won't have to think about it anymore. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. We That'd just be great. We uh. did a podcast with Louise Pentland, who is a British. We know her from OG YouTube. Yeah. And she was yeah. like, she was like, let me take a picture for my um, like new hire to she says pulse out. She was like, <gasps> she creates little things. And I'm like, oh, right. You can get someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. I feel like uh. since we were at like yeah. the beginning of not vlogging but like editing and things like that you're like oh i need to learn this new thing there's only you so have much to do room. everything it, everything it was like it was like inauthentic if you right. hired people to edit mm-hmm. for you or right. you know you upgraded your camera and everyone would be like you've changed you're not <laughs> using a <laughs> shitty web camera anymore and it's like what yeah, <laughs> they were horny you, for lo-fi yeah Seriously. you filter a picture one time and they're like what are you trying to do yeah what are you hiding behind what and is this yeah. uh, 4k is, shit yeah, it's the endless hamster wheel. I'm so with you that I get so frustrated with the internet and I constantly think like, what if I just turn it all off and I don't need any of it anymore? But then at the yeah. same time, what if I get on a schedule and I get it regulated for myself? Uh, the thing that I think is really cool about you is that I saw on your Instagram that you tend to post like your monthly plans for things. Mm-hmm. You love this. Personal, professional, like spiritual, all of it. And I think that's so cool. Is there like, did you consciously start doing this like for accountability? Was this just something that you're like, mm-hmm. I want to share just a little bit of my personal world with people? Yeah. Uh, so I've kept a journal since the third grade. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like I have all of them and like they're mm-hmm. these really cool time capsules. And like through my process, I realized that writing down what I was working towards just mm-hmm. really helped me just being yeah. able to look at it consistently. And and even if I go back and find a journal from years ago, I'll see a list of things. and I'm like, damn, I've done like everything on this list. And I hadn't even really so thought cool. about it. And so I started just like posting things on my Instagram stories and my followers were like, please post this on your main. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to like keep this. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, people share their version of their like little habit tracker is, is what it's called. And I make one every month and I um, just try to set goals for myself. And it's just nice um, in terms of accountability, but also it feels low pressure. It's not like I yeah. must do this. If I do it, great. If I don't, and then at the end of the month, I can look back and say, like, oh, wow, like, I did read a lot this month, or I did work out a lot this month. Um, and just, like, especially going through the pandemic, I like having something concrete that mm-hmm. I can actually accomplish at a time when there's so much I can't control in yeah. my life and the world. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm such a list maker. And, yeah. you know, when we're, like, in the thick of it, it'll be like, I need to finish this script. I need to do this. I need to all these big moves. And then, like, mid-pandemic, it was like, Buy carrots. Yes. <laughs> and that was a what? journey. I'm all like, honestly, I'm very much of the mind that like set goals or intentions for things that you can control. I think yeah. mm-hmm. you're setting yourself for, up for failure if you, you know, say something that's beyond your control. Like, you know, I'm going to get a million subscribers yeah. or I'm going to mm-hmm. go viral or whatever it is. It's like you can't control that. But if you say I'm going to post this many times a month or yeah. I'm going to challenge myself to finish a script or take a class, like then at least, you know, you can control that. Totally. I say there's always a difference. Like I always have a to do list and a goals list, mm-hmm. you know, because those are very different things. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, my goal is to sell this book, but my to do list is to get the proposal done like yeah. there's no yeah. skipping those steps which leads us that. to wasn't that on oh yeah you have your... book proposal on your tracker <laughs> and so um and then I was like taking that off next month <laughs> I know then you're like shit well, now I'm in a writer's room I know well <laughs> I know are you working on a book or I assume we know we are. have well that escalated quickly yeah your first yeah book. yeah um so I've been like working on like a guided journal uh, so it's yes. like, it's like a, it's, hoping. Yes. it's like kind of like a book. Um, so my I've already under- pre-ordered it. Don't worry, <laughs> yeah. yes. I need it. My undergrad degree is in graphic design, so I've always cool. been like really crafty and arty. Um, and so yeah, I've like just wanted to do something that felt really tactile, but also could hopefully inspire people and kind of just merge all of my talents. And so it's got some like personal writing stuff, but it's more like designed prompts and things like that. So I'd started working on that before I got Carly. And then I was just like, I I was doing Carly and Superstore at the same Uh time. And I was just like, so tired. (laughs) The last thing I wanted to do was write when I got home or draw or do anything. Um, yeah. So I was just like, you know what? There's no time limit on that. I'll work on it when I'm done with this. So books aren't going yeah. anywhere, but I yeah. selfishly want you to do it because anywhere. I just want to. <laughs> Especially like prompt journals, design journals, like things that people need in their lives to give them structure, accountability, goal setting. Yeah. And that look cute too. I know. It makes so much yeah. sense that you're your undergrad was graphic design. I don't think I've either known that or I didn't retain it, but like you to me have such an aesthetic that is Mm -hmm. that just 
peaks like all my favorite little senses. I love it. Oh my it. God, same. I swear I'm always like sliding into your DMs like, where's that jumpsuit from? Where is that? <laughs> no, truly like, you know, me and you were friends, IRL. Yeah. And I was like, I was like counting them and I was like, Fran, look, yes, you do need to move to LA so we can I trade know. clothes. So we can just like do clothing swaps yes. and feel like we have new items. Yes. Oh my God. We went to coffee and you just showed up like so LA with like a hat and like a little <laughs> book bag and like this little like um, corduroy jumpsuit. I was like, okay, come through fall in Los Angeles. I was I like, a, I want this whole tiny outfit. Dog. Uh, oh my God, truly. I love, I love your aesthetic so much. Um, yeah. And I was just <laughs> laughing. Uh, before we got on because I was like I remember speaking of the way you like present yourself like physically Mm -hmm. when you and I were getting I thought was going to be a drink in New York a couple years ago and you were getting your body toit to be like was it Health magazine. It was, women, self- it was women's. I I posed yes. nude in women's nude. health. Who like you know just Isn't just cash. Just cash. <laughs> she was I like know. working out every morning, like not not eating <laughs> sugar. It was nuts. That's incredible and so intimidating to even. Oh, like- I mean, listen. I don't listen. I have the evidence that I looked like that. I do yes. not look like that now. I will say I'm trying to get back in shape. The only thing I'm trying to keep are these quarantine titties. I have never yes. had. <laughs> never was a busty chick and now I got it I'm packing a little bit and I was like let me keep this can I keep the test so like titties is incredible you know what like just feel free to use that like put it into the lexicon if it becomes a thing I'll know it was me and I will feel very proud of it oh take so many just corn titties up photos oh when I tell you the amount of nudes not sending them to anyone but I have a whole I have a whole collection I'm giving you lighting I'm giving you props you know what I mean I was like let me me, like get artsy up in here flex that design degree wait a second what is the most like uh wait yeah okay like how far have you gone as far as producing a nude yeah the awkward okay so let me tell you let me tell you, this is my like belated <laughs> hoe phase because yes. I was I was married. I was in a long term relationship. I, my whole twenties, I was in a relationship. Yeah. I got out. I was like, we gonna like hoe it up, and then yes. the pandemic happened, and I was like, cool, cool. I guess <laughs> that's not gonna happen. So I'm alone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. who's gonna see this body? So I like, you know, let me like just tap into my power, my femininity. Yeah. In my living room, I have like these blinds, and there's like this like really cool. Um, moody, noir, uh, shadowy, yeah. noir nice. type thing, and I was like, nice. "Oh, this is great! Just give you like a silhouette of a tit with like yeah. you know <laughs> shades on it. It's really yeah. great." Like, so I have to wait till like the end of the day, so like it's evening, so that like my neighbors don't see. Yeah. But you got thirty like, seconds, thirty seconds to catch it. It's like, it's just like, like America's <laughs> Next Top Model. You're like, I got ten shots. I got ten shots. That's it. Oh my god! Yes, that is exactly. It's like the magic hour. I'm like, let. Me get it and go um so those are really fun um i'm trying to think what else i have a lot of wigs i don't yes, i cut all my do. hair off so i don't have any hair anymore but like i used to love just like long hair cascading yeah. like merm giving you mermaid, mermaid vibes mm-hmm. yes, i don't yes. have that anymore so i have dipped into the wigs love it you know just giving you or uh, who, you know the uh the, the peripheral you yeah uh, right. the proverbial you excuse me like just sensuality different <laughs> vibes yes, uh, different elements I, great i just imagine 
Flex in the background being like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, no, she put on that wig. I know that wig's personality. Oh, my God. Well, I got him during the pandemic, and I feel like our situation has been a lot of him like, do you work? Do you have friends? Like, why don't you go anywhere? (laughs) Like, you don't know me. I used to be very cool before the pandemic. (laughs) And he's like, you're here all the time. And now you're naked laying around taking photos of yourself for no one. What are you doing? (laughs) Do I need to call someone? Do I need to tell someone to check in on you? I just have to admit this to you that I was in Palm Springs like, I don't know, a month and a half ago. Super cool house I'm staying at. And I was with my friend Jacqueline and I was like, just FYI, when we hit like the martini, when we hit like golden hour, I'm going to take a naked photo like in this room for my boyfriend. Yes. And I like set up, she had like a tripod. I set it up and I'm like, okay, let me, don't look over here. I'm going to take like a, just an ass pic. My butt was so white that the camera wouldn't focus. Oh! And, and she had to come in and take it for me. I was like, I just took 10 pictures and there's no butt crack. There's no butt crack visible because I'm a bounce light. Oh I'm a human bounce. <laughs> wow. You know Jeez. what? I feel I feel like this is like the price of your privilege. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like it's just the butt crack disappears. Like yeah. this is your struggle. No complaints. <laughs> you. Hey, you know what? I'll, I'll take it. No, no butt crack. In exchange for that vacation, I'll take it. Oh, my God. I, I, my inspiration, though, was like seeing older pictures of myself in my 20s mm. and realizing like, oh, I talked so bad to myself about my body and my looks. And I yes. looked yeah. so hot. And I and I like find a random picture and I'm like, I don't remember being this hot. Yeah. I hope that this doesn't happen to me when I get into like my 50s and 60s. Yes. And I'm like, oh, my God, I was so hot in my 30s and I didn't actually celebrate it. And so I'm like, damn it. I'm alone. Yeah. I'm I'm feeling good. I'm I love it. it. I think that's so inspirational. I have some work to do this afternoon. It turns yes. out um, Grace will be like. Also, I took a picture of my thumb. ankle. We've made. <laughs> yeah. uh, I shaved my shin, and uh, it was very titillating. I was oh going to ask God. you guys about pandemic hobbies, but it seems like you guys have been staying very busy. <laughs> Ugh. Do you ever get home from a? Big old journey to the grocery store, gonna cook an amazing meal and realize you forgot the one ingredient that you need to finish it? Ah, well, no worries, because now DoorDash can bring those ingredients straight to you from the store. That's right. It's not just delivery from your favorite restaurants, chains, and local favorites. You can also get snacks, drinks, and household essentials in 30 minutes with DoorDash. DoorDash connects you with the restaurants you love right now, right to your door. Ordering's easy. You open the DoorDash app. Choose what you want from where you want, and your items will be left safely outside your door with contactless delivery drop-off settings. They've got over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, and you can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, and maybe Cheesecake Factory, which I'm not even going to lie, I ordered a couple days ago from DoorDash, and it was like I was being reunited with an old friend I hadn't seen in a year. So for a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code HHYB. That's 25% off up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code HHYB. Do not forget that's code HHYB for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms do apply. I, wait, I did see that you just got a cast iron skillet, which is Ugh, big news. Okay, I've been has, cooking a lot. I yeah. know. I love to watch. Yeah, you know, you're a, yeah, yeah, cooking you're is a my great, porn. 
Yes, you are a great cook. Um, yeah, it's been really fun. I also got an air fryer, which I think everybody <gasps> has one, but I That's, love yeah. it. And especially because I'm trying to eat healthier, it's really great. Um, yeah, and I I grew up with a mom that didn't cook, so same I like, same here. So I'm like teaching myself yep. this yes. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a belated introduction to cooking, but mm-hmm. it's really really fun. It's awesome. It's you just follow instructions. Who knew? I didn't <laughs> yeah. know it was that easy. Yeah. Right. So that recipes are a different word for instructions. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> I it, know, but it feels so overwhelming to think about mm-hmm. like all the ingredients and all the different steps. And if you're trying to make multiple things at once, like yeah. all of that is really time stressful, management. It's not that bad. I'm getting better at it. Yeah. Because also you go, well, if I fuck this up, I took the time to figure out what I wanted to go buy it and to make it as opposed to if a kitchen fucks something up right. when you're in a restaurant, you're like, can I have a new one? Yeah. yeah and it's super expensive and at least if I fuck it up I can try it again like I still have extra ingredients left over totally okay you moved like we yeah. mentioned mm-hmm. before you moved from New York and you were there what 11 years 11 years wow. 11 New York. years to yeah. Los oh, Angeles yeah and I remember so- when you were dropping the breadcrumbs of like I'm thinking about <laughs> it I know yeah. I know <laughs> what was the like the thing that made it happen because I feel like you've been back and forth in Los Angeles working on different things yeah yeah that was the big thing I mean so in 2019 I was here six months out of the year and then in 2020 I was here six months out of the year and I was just like this is a lot like I'm like flying back and forth and you guys know when you're working yeah. on development, they don't pay. They're not paying for flights. They're not paying no. for Airbnbs. <laughs> no. They're not paying for you to rent a car. And I was just spending so much money. Um, and then especially with the pandemic, I was just like, I feel like this is going to last another year. And when it comes to quality of life, I would rather be in the sun. Yeah. And like for what I was paying in New York, I'm living like a motherfucking real housewife out here. Like I yeah. am <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I I'm just like living my best life. I truly had. And you guys know you lived in New York. I had true Stockholm syndrome. I got here Mm -hmm. and I was like, why was I living like this for so long? I, (laughs) yeah. I mean, I've been living in Los Angeles now for almost 10 years almost. And I still. We met right before you were moving. I was like, hey, nice to meet you. And you were like, bye, I'm moving tomorrow. And I was like, like, (laughs) finally, a person in New York that's also doing YouTube. There's no one else here to talk about it. That's why you were moving. You guys moved exactly right when I met both Mm -hmm. of you. you I know. And it's uh, still out here, though. I will have like moments where I remember what it was like living in New York. And I go, how did we do like how oh, did I actually see, do that? I feel every like day? I'll go back to New York because I still have a couple friends there. Yeah. Um, I'll go back and when it's like the the trash day, I cool. truly I truly am like, oh, New York, Manhattan is a fucking hoarder. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, I feel like no. I just walked into a hoarder's ho- home. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's really like, and there's just so much stuff that you just get conditioned. Like you mm-hmm. know, you live in a in a metropolitan city. Like you're gonna have mice and yeah. roaches, and you know, I was in my kitchen and I was like, oh my god, it's a roach, and I'm like, oh, it's a chia seed. I'm in LA. Like, <laughs> there's no roaches here. <laughs> I was like, what? I just, I was just so used yeah. to. And in in New York, I had a mouse. I swear oh to god, god, I had a mouse for two years. It was basically my roommate. It was like, hey, can I? get the Netflix password I was like what is going on <laughs> my landlord did nothing about it I was just like so used to dealing with this yeah. mouse 
And then I moved to LA and I'm like, hey, the smoke alarm's going off. They come immediately and fix it. Wow. They ask, they send me like an email survey, like, how did we do fixing the smoke alarm? I was like, this is wild. They're like, here's I could an not... edible arrangement for your troubles. Oh my God. It was wild. They were like, all we want to do is serve and satisfy you. I was wow. like, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, and in New York, it was just like, I was so lucky if I could, like, you know, to be loud music, it would be my super. My super right. would be having right. a party. Right. Right. <laughs> he was like an aspiring DJ. And I was just like, uh, can you please turn it down? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel work. like my New York existence was like my apartment crumbling around me yeah. going, don't bring this to their attention or they'll realize they need to charge you more. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Constantly like, you should be so lucky to live in this city. So deal with whatever is happening around you. I remember like peak YouTube career for me where I was doing pretty good. I was on a little schedule. I had bed bugs. And so I had to like corner off a corner of my apartment that was like clean. And then the rest of my apartment was like bags of everything with bed bugs. And I was like, hey guys, welcome back to my channel. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Like I was just like doing the whole thing. And then when the the camera went off, I was just like sobbing because like I I was just like, oh my God, there are bed bugs everywhere. And I just, oh, it was a nightmare. Humble. Uh, It's a humble. Well, okay. I'm interested because like, I feel like you went through a, a YouTube thing, but you've also like, you know, grown your brand and your your job and opportunities outside of YouTube. What's your relationship like with social media now? Like, do you still post on YouTube? Do you watch YouTube? Like what for you? To me, it's like very, very different than it was, you know, years ago. Yeah. And it's incredibly intimidating to be involved with the way that yeah. like I feel like I used to be. So I'm curious like what your point of view is on that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I lucked out in the sense that YouTube was never my main source of income. It was frustrating yeah. for me where I was like, I'm working so hard and like this isn't working out for me and I don't know why. But I feel like in some ways it worked to my advantage because it yeah. taught me to always have multiple things going and like mm-hmm. not have all my eggs in one basket. Totally. So YouTube opened a lot of doors for me, but it was never like a consistent thing for me. So I have not posted on YouTube. I'm going to say it's it's been like five or six years. Wow. That's amazing. I'm like, uh, I like feel like I just. It's so like, nice to hear. There's I'm something like the so girl nice about in the that. cult who like saw her leave and yeah. was like, <laughs> she really did it. I oh my god! I know. This is I, like Midsummer. We're all just gonna yes. start crying. <laughs> totally. uh, so yeah, I mean, I I I take like extended breaks largely because social media is like a huge distraction for me Um, and it also just like often makes me feel bad like I'll just see how great everyone else is doing and even though I know it's not real it it will get into my head and then I'll spend time on Instagram instead of like working on something I'm being paid to work on right totally I'll take Instagram off my phone Um, I also use an app on my computer called self-control where you can block sites for uh, (laughs) your faces for a certain amount of time writing this to say like I'm gonna block Instagram Twitter Facebook whatever for or YouTube for three hours so I can work on the script or something and then at the end and you can't and like it won't you can restart your computer and it will not let you go to those sites holy shit because I put one of those like timers on my social apps on my phone yeah only a certain amount of day and I've literally hit ignore 
every single day and just keep going just keep going it won't let you do it and i remember i was working the other day and i and my friend sent me a tweet and i tried to open it and it kept saying error and i was like this is so weird why isn't it working and then i remembered (gasps) that i had put on uh self-control so i still use like instagram stories sometimes and and i every once in a while i get a brand deal so i'm that's like the main reason i haven't quit right together yeah it it pays a bill sometimes yeah um but i'm less active like i don't post about my personal life that much Mm -hmm. um i might post like you know i'm writing in my journal or i'm i like this dress or whatever but i'm not posting minute by minute updates about what i'm doing like i used to hey gram fam Hey, Graham fam. Hey, yeah, Graham I don't, fam. I, I, love I don't, it. I love it. I don't do it anymore. <laughs> it, it just, for me, again, this is like the thing that I'm kind of grappling with right now is, and I'm sure both of you understand this, a different scale, because like your followings are huge compared to mine. But like once you open the door, you can't close it. And so, yeah. especially going through my divorce, people were like asking me like super invasive questions. And I was like, y'all, I don't know you. And then I right. realized, oh, you think that we have this relationship because mm-hmm. I've told you a lot yeah. and you now feel a sense of entitlement to know mm-hmm. more. And you know, like Grace, yeah. you like, I was when I, when we like met and I realized like you had had a boyfriend, I was like, you have a boyfriend? Like no one knows this about you. And you <laughs> yeah. were like, oh yeah, I don't fucking put that on the internet. And I was like, holy shit. Like <laughs> there's a different way to live and be. Right. I was like, but that was like but mind blowing. Hey, I know. And that's like how I started. But then you get like we were just talking about mm-hmm. this in another episode. You get intoxicated by Ooh, and you feedback. get like the sirens call like lured into like people. And, you know, you get drilled into your head. Transparency, authenticity. Yeah. And there is that to a degree. But you can also which I think you and I are really similar on now of like learning that boundaries are also yes. wonderfully authentic and transparent oh, for yes. an audience to realize and it's uh it's taken a lot of time and I'm still like you struggling with like figuring out what works best for me mm-hmm. but yeah it is one of those things where it is such a because like I'll find myself wasting time looking at the lives of people I don't no. know I didn't know I 10 even, minutes ago and, shit about. and let me add to that the lives of people that I don't even fucking like I don't yes. like you I yes. don't like you and I know so much about your life and I'm just like yes. gimme 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 and I'm just like right like, like going down the rabbit hole of who you're friends with and uh-huh. who you hung out with and I'm like I have wasted so much time and uh. I could be living my own life 100%. so I have to cut myself off from it yeah um, but that's good to hard. know that like no I will look at this self-control app because it's I great. keep I keep telling myself that I have self-control which is not true <laughs> every day and so I have to actually like get other systems in place for myself to help me with this because uh, yeah, yeah it's just like especially in pandemic like you don't you realize like you look up and it's been three hours that I'm just refreshing the explore page on Instagram just right? to see what's going on thinking that it's what I need to be in the know about and to, like the, make the explore page thinks I am just <laughs> really into before and after yeah. plastic <laughs> surgery and shit that's I'm like Instagram yeah that's just Instagram they think all of us care about that stuff Totally. Yeah, it's, I'm like, what What have you seen in my pictures that you think I need a lot of rhinoplasty before and after? <laughs> I, mean, I highly recommend just like taking a break. I, like I right. whenever I book a good job or like I have a big project, I'll just 
leave social media for like a month or That's two amazing. months. Sometimes I won't even say like I'll just take yeah. it off my phone and I'm just gone. And it's like. If we're actually friends and you care about me, you right. have my phone number. You'll yeah. text me and, no, that's and ask incredible. what I'm up to. <laughs> so many people are like, I have an announcement to make. I'm taking no. a break. And then you're like, you were gone 48 hours. No, you don't <laughs> yeah. have to make an announcement. Like, And it, it was really um, perspective shifting for me to come to the realization that like, if something life-changing happens... I'll find out about it. Like, yeah. I'm not going to mm-hmm. find out about, you know, the alien invasion from Instagram. Like, yeah. <laughs> I will look out my window and I will see that the aliens are, like, beaming motherfuckers up. Like, yes. it's fine that I didn't, you know, I won't see the memes, but, like, right. I'll know it's happening. My mother will call me and yeah. be like, shit's going down, <laughs> you know? That's so healthy. I know. That's such that a is, healthy relationship. It's taken a long time for me to okay. get here. <laughs> But oh God. it must be nice to to be able to take it like full circle now that you're working on iCarly, like you said, to be able to take all the things yeah. that you've learned literally from being <laughs> online and infuse them in a show that's getting yeah. rebooted. It's so oh, cool. Oh, yeah. It's really, really cool. It felt really like a serendipitous moment for me. Um, yeah. And I I really feel like our room is comprised of people with such great um, varied skills and backgrounds and so you know we can have a conversation about the algorithm and I'm the person in the room that's like here's what an algorithm actually is <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> here's what it isn't like mm-hmm. you know here are things that I was grappling with when I was a, a YouTube personality or whatever yeah um, mm-hmm. and so that's really nice and it's helped me kind of come to terms with like I don't know again it's so refreshing to be able to talk to people who are in the industry because I'm sure you guys know when you talk to people who aren't it just feels like you're talking a different language yeah (laughs) Yeah. don't get it but I've had like my own moments where I'm like oh I wish I was doing more I wish I was better I don't want to be just an internet person I, I have all these other skills I feel like I've been put in a box like I'm not just this one thing and um, this job and and a lot of other things I've worked on have really given me the perspective of like oh that part of my career is not something to be embarrassed of. Mm-hmm. It's really, it made me who I am. It got me to where I am. Yeah. Um, it's given me a unique perspective that I wouldn't have had if I hadn't done it. Um, versus like, I'm not an internet person. Like I'm, I'm more, yes. Yes. No, I'm, I'm all of those things. Yeah. A hundred percent. is absolutely correct. You don't have to hide it. And it's exactly, it's a part of your journey yeah. that got you to the place of being able to do all these other cool things. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're inspiring. Oh. This is so, I know we have to wrap up our episode, but I feel like we could talk Ooh. for 12 more hours. I do want to ask you yes. something real okay. quick. This will be silly. I just thought of it because okay. you have a dog. Uh, who's cute as hell, flex, yes. that that underbite um, yes. melts me. I love him. Uh, but you also are a little cutie and that you like play ukulele and shit. <laughs> so I want to know from personal experience, do you have specific made up songs you sing to your dog? And if so, can we have one to close out this episode? I, I do. <laughs> I do have one. Um, okay. If you know, okay. <laughs> See if you know the tune that this is. Okay. okay. Flexy boy with that underbite and that appetite. I wouldn't trade you for any other puppy. It's Beyonce's brown skin girl. <laughs> 
And I sang it about my dog. He literally looked up from the couch like, you're singing my song. My, my theme. He's like, should I walk in? Do they want me on camera? He just starts Let dancing. I know this is supposed to be about like black women empowerment, but now it's about my fucking dog. So... <laughs> So you know good. what? The original song was for me, and this one is for him. Yes. And I'm okay with that. Oh, yes. that's so wonderful. Uh, to me, this is perfect. Yes. I love is. that you could ask me that question, and you knew I had an answer it. for it. Yeah, I knew it. Because no, Mamrie's got an entire like EP she's working on for beans. I mean, I, I leave the house, and I go, you're the love of my life. You're my five, my tiny five-pound wife. You're the girl of my dreams. You're my little biscuit beans. Bye, beans. I'll be back in two hours. <laughs> like, it's a full vaudeville show. I knew you'd have it. I do it all the time. It makes me so happy. Oh, Good. Well, you make us so happy. Yes. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me I was so I was so flattered when you reached out and said oh, that you wanted me to be on the pod so we're thank you. so fucking excited about everything that you do it's so cool to just like watch all like I will never ex- like it's always unexpected it's mm-hmm. always so cool it's always like well deserved and so it's so nice to like catch up and also just like shoot the shit about all the shit that surrounds our like internet experience <laughs> so strange I know well, I look forward to a day in the near future where we can do it in person yes. without yes, masks we can like break that six foot barrier yes. it's gonna be so wonderful and we uh. will have earned it well when you actually have time to come up for air yeah Hit us up. I know. It's yeah. ridiculous. I live, literally, I live walking distance from she, you. Man. Like, oh. she is across the street from my grocery I store. I live oh, so shit. close We're within to a you. mile. so close to you. Yeah. I love so it. Well, we will, we will sidebar off Please. the pod and it. we will make it happen. Um, I love it. Where can people find anything that you're doing online? Or where do you, you want, want people to find, to find you? <laughs> <laughs> Please do not hack into my iCloud. Um, <laughs> She's yeah, got some nudes, uh, though. She's got some <laughs> tasteful nudes up in there. <laughs> Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Manifesting that. Um, yeah. You know, I'm on all social media as Cheska Lee, C H E S C A L E I G H. And then other than that, I'll just say get Paramount Plus and yes. watch yes. iCarly this summer. It's going to be really funny. And nice. I think everyone's going to enjoy it. Awesome. Uh, love all it. Right. We love you, Fran. Thank you, Francesca. Thank you. Bye, friends. <laughs> Wow, I mean, I have to start doing more. And the first thing I need to do is meet her underbite flex little monster flex but talking about him reminded me i am out of dog food for beans and i cannot go home empty-handed so i'm gonna order some dog dude you might be able to you guys gotta look it up for yourselves (laughs) thanks for watching this episode we'll see you next time on how How you you been? been